Caitlin's notes started on and said, I'm not a feminist, but dot, dot, dot. But. So here's, here's my thought on that. On, and it, it goes along. You're not wrong. It's hard to understand. But we all like to think that we're independent. Mm-hmm. And this is men and women. This is not exclusive to either. Hey guys, <laughs> welcome to No Experience Required. I'm your host, Stephen with a PH, along with host Chase. And today we have a very special guest host. KK Shea. Is she, is she a guest host? Or is she She's just a, a guest? We'll just call them guest hosts. So now we're just yeah, having guests. Okay. All That's right. what we'll call Not them. Guess. It does make me feel a little more legit. Yeah. You want to move your special. mic a little bit closer? Oh my goodness. <laughs> I can hear you heavy breathing already. <laughs> Yeah, we'll we'll call her a guest host. Okay. All right. Thank you, Stephen, for the love. Yeah. A little bit more. So you want to be close. There we yeah. go. Maybe just bring your mic up. What are you new at this? Yeah. Yeah. What is this? Your first time doing it? It's not like we won't, you know, we've they have done a lot this. Of rules around here. Yeah. We do. Is this okay? It's gotta be at a ninety degree angle, your mic. Oh my word. <laughs> what is ninety degrees? I was homeschooled. Acute. It's almost an acute no acute. Don't know that either. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mom. An acute angle is what forty degrees. Well, it's anything, I think it's anything less than uh, anything less than ninety, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I'm pretty good with fifty percent. Like I know what fifty half and half. You know. So oh, okay. That. So we'll stick to percentages. Yeah. So that's uh, so. What's fifty percent raised for that microphone? Like this would be fifty. That's. <laughs> is this considered blooper reel? <laughs> <laughs> might have to start over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We might have. I to. wasn't started here, guys. I wasn't ready for my mic. <laughs> Actually, it's like Stephen. Stephen uh, last week was just would not stop touching the microphone. Okay, but let me get this right and then restart this because you really. Is no, there's right? no redo. Is this good? Yeah, that's no, good. Redo this is live. It. We're this is live. We're in. on air. You yeah. didn't have a lot of editing to do, but whatever. No, no we don't I'm not cut editing it out. this. Oh my word. Yeah. Oh my word. <laughs> You're just gonna look kind of dumb. Okay, that's we'll, fine. We'll just look ghetto and like. Okay. Sorry, low guys. quality. First co-host in. I guess that's yes, actually a reflection on us. We really should be better yeah, prepared. We, I think we should probably have set you up. We set you up for failure. That's yeah. on us. Yeah, thank you. Well, you are my sister, so I get to do that. Steven, you're just a jerk. I am a jerk. Let's clarify that, everybody. <laughs> yeah, so this is our first time having a guest or a guest host. I don't know. That's just going to confuse me. Guest. Guest host. Yeah. We'll just call him guest host. Okay. I, I like that. Yeah. We just, we're giving you that power. Thank okay. you. For I love just, power. For That's just, a terrible thing to do for, <laughs> for her. For just one episode. Okay. Yeah, we'll we're s- really going to have yeah. to limit that. We're going to make sure your power is really scoped. Yeah. We'll yeah. see if you abuse it. She, oh, yeah. You She's do. going to. I do. We don't have to I see. always will. She's just going to reach over and mute our mics and go off on a tangent. Yeah, just yeah, turn gonna... that board around to me. I got this, guys. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. How about you <laughs> all are the guest hosts? Oh, okay. <laughs> this is no experience required with Caitlin. Yeah. Yeah, the it's like right on par for the, It's right on par for the theme today, too. I know, right? But it kind of <laughs> contradicts my thoughts. That's where I'm, I have a lot of questions. <laughs> we'll clarify. We'll take the power back by the end of Caitlin's it. Caitlin's going to have some yeah, self-discoveries today. Yeah. She's going to be... Yeah. She's like, I have toxic masculinity. <laughs> I am a feminist. <laughs> Feeling very powered. You're more masculine than us. Oh, that may that's, be true. Yeah, that's probably not. <laughs> yeah. Not too far off. No, unfortunately. At least for me, I'm, I'm a pushover. <laughs> <laughs> there was way too much silence. <laughs> 
there's way too I'm much like, pause. We really so should have, like, yeah, we should have had some like, oh no, Steven, you're not, you're good. I'm already turning hot. No, I think you've actually surprised me a few times the more I get to talk to you and the more yeah. I know you. I don't me? think I would call yeah. you a pushover. No, really? ever. I wouldn't. Really? Mm-mm. I think I'm more of a pushover than you, especially yeah, for in some sure. scenarios. Oh my gosh. Yeah, like I think some of the, like, yeah, I don't think you're a pushover at all. That makes me very, very happy. Yeah. I'm going to cry. No, like, <laughs> ow. Hold on, let me get my tissue. Just kidding. You're uh, a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> that was Chase 2.0 from the last episode, by He's the way. He's still with us. I haven't yes. listened. Oh, is that the AI thing? Oh, it's I haven't listened yet. Bring his no, volume up and play that again for, no, all right. for us. You're I don't ready. like these AI things. You don't like the AI things? Why no, because it goes back into the, I'm an old school. Well, guess what? You're a dummy. That doesn't sound like you. It doesn't. It mm-hmm. really doesn't. But I kind of love him now. It sounds better. I don't. I feel bad for him. Hmm. Like, what kind of life does he live? Well, now that he's relegated to one single track and it's just calling people dummies. Yeah. It's not a good existence. I mean... <laughs> There's a lot of people who live that way. <laughs> They're just like a one-track path, and they just go around bullying people, calling people dummies. Like it's a pretty miserable existence. That is terrible. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Are we really just gonna going like, start off on another really subject? Really going off. Yeah, we're gonna go off notes here and just start talking about <laughs> the lonely, miserable life of of bullies. Are you okay? Is that like a deep trauma? <laughs> just gonna unpack it all right now. <laughs> just like cry for help. <laughs> no, no, not I'm the bully. I'm <laughs> Steven's bully. Yeah. He doesn't even want to be here. You're like blink twice like, if you need twice. help. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, I think oh, this is gonna <laughs> I be. think there's yeah, there's a danger when Caitlin and I get together. Uh, there's always just a lot of laughs. Yeah, um, <laughs> we yeah. get the giggles. And there's no jokes. Of, no there's just laughs. There's no jokes. There's just, just, we like look we at just, each other once. We know what, and yeah. it's a telepathic communication. We just know what's funny, and it's really actually in the worst circumstances. It's Usually really, in the worst places. Usually in church. Yeah, <laughs> it's really not good. At least you're there and can ask for forgiveness right away. <laughs> it's true. It's quick turnaround. Oh, you should I've be able to ask for forgiveness wherever you are, though. <laughs> you shouldn't have to just be in the church. Oh, we're we're going there. (laughs) Already getting on me. Okay, fine then. Power, told you. You are older, right? No. I know. I know. That's (laughs) Chase. I hate that too. That was a joke about the power uh, imbalance. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm the baby of the family. There's still the power imbalance with that. I am the baby of the family as well. I forgot. Oh, you are? Yeah. Okay. I didn't forget that I'm the baby of the family. I forgot that that we we both both were. Yeah. I'm the only girl and the baby. Uh, and, my, and I'm my dad's Gosh, favorite. That is a horrible It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, <laughs> thanks for stopping <laughs> by the podcast. You can make your way out now. <laughs> Not we're going to anyway. be talking about man really. things, so we can't have a female here uh, ruining the vibe. We've got all the man <laughs> things to say. Yeah. Today's topic is, uh, well, <clears throat> it's like, it's a weird, not weird, it's all related, but masculinity, yeah. today's day and age, raising kids. Um, yeah, and I think it is. I think it's a grit, a good group of perspectives. So, Kaylin is married and has three kids. Uh, she's my sister, so it's it's easy to tell her what's up. Actually, vice versa. Kaylin never has a problem <laughs> telling me what's up. That's true. Stephen is single, however, has not kind married. Not pers- yeah, yeah. Kind let's say single. he's yeah. not, married. not married. Yeah, not married. Has has no children. Perspectives. Yeah, future. I am know, a child, yeah. and I have been a child. <laughs> And am a man <laughs> now. Still just a so man child. I'm just a man. <laughs> just a man child here. I'm a man child, so I have a lot like to say on the matter, you know? Um, yeah. I have married, have three kids. 
and they're kind of intermingled. We're talking about masculinity anyway, but it re- how, yeah. as it relates to women and femininity and yeah, we're just going to get into a bunch yeah. of different stuff today. Yeah, what it means to us. What we're really pushing the boundaries. We haven't been yeah. canceled yet by our seven <laughs> listeners, by our, but by we're going to really see. Members. But I'm here to make sure that happens. No, we can do that just fine on our own. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. I'm no, I don't out. think we need help there at all. Okay. You're female. We, we don't need your help. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. So should we call see, that a wrap? We're canceled? Player. I'm like, that's <laughs> wait, am I feminist or am I not? Well, we're going to find out. We're going to find out by the end of this podcast, which, yeah, we'll find out. Okay, we'll yeah, yeah. So Caitlin actually wanted to talk about this topic. She's the one who brought it up, so I kind of want to let you – maybe I shouldn't do that. I wanted no, to let don't you – yeah. the bus, man. <laughs> let's, let's steward. No, let's what I didn't want to do was, was run it into, and force it in one direction or another. So why did you want to talk about this topic? Um, I don't know. I Well, okay, so I guess I do know. I have a 10-year-old – a s- almost eight-year-old little girl and a two-year-old little boy. And my 10-year-old is a little guy. <laughs> He's a man child. I don't know what he is. He's just He's a, a boy. boy. He's a yeah. boy. Okay? He's, yeah. He's a boy. And we were in Florida, and what, a few weeks ago. And I think this is where the topic kind of came about in my head was like at a restaurant or something. And I was walking out, and these young kids like just walked right through the door and didn't open it or anything for me or held it open and it just kind of took me by surprise and then I saw like this old guy and he held the door open for me something like that happened and I had like it sounds morbid this like moment in my head of like whoa like that chivalry (laughs) of like that day and age of like true gentlemen I think is almost dying off like the true what it was to treat a lady and that kind of thing and so I had that moment of just like whoa like you know, I don't know. How do I have a 10-year-old? What do I want him to be like? What can he be like in this day and age? So you talk about chivalry <clears throat> and um, in a in a specific instance where someone held the door open. Yeah. But what do you what do you view as chivalry? Like in today's day and age, like what's your image of chivalry? Yeah. Well, so I actually read something online because chivalry in my head you know you're brought up as like oh they hold the door yeah, open what's, or, what's in your okay. head so in my head it's you know they hold the door open or they might give you your coat or um i don't know just a true gentleman i guess you Pull think of like out for you yeah. stand when you enter yeah the yeah room. which that is like i think even way older than i even expect stand when i come in the room but just i think just consideration as being a woman lady like a girl yeah um so but why I, do you why do you think that's um for you as a woman why do you think men should act that way? Why should they treat you that way? Well, I think I was brought up that I'm a lady. Yeah, so why should men treat ladies like that? Because <laughs> it's, I mean, tale as old as time. Biblical. I'm a lady. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what's hard. I th- but I think that it goes into so many deep things right away of like, I do think that, but I think that as women, we've taken that away from men. Hmm. If that makes okay, sense. so then now that you've, you've, you took a second look at chivalry, mm-hmm. so you had what was in your head, what do you what did you find on chivalry and has it adjusted how you thought? Um, not really. I saw like a website that said something about chivalry in this day and age, mm. how, you know, back in the day it was like opening the car door or I don't know. But then the website had a, a comments about chivalry in this day and age of, 
I forgot even what it was, but it was more of holding conversation online or being able to talk to somebody through DMs. Like it was something really weird that they mm. actually were talking about being, you can be chivalrous in like chivalrous, chivalry, mm-hmm. yeah, chivalrous yeah. Um, right. in like new age ways, which to me is a totally weird concept that they're putting that as, you know, you can DM somebody and be chivalry. Hmm. Chivalrous. Chivalrous. Yeah. So <clears throat> chivalry originally started as kind of a code of conduct for knights. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. And it was a set of principles. It was a code of conduct that you, you did. It was basically a set of principles that they acted on. Um, and so some of them, it, it wasn't just to women. It wasn't just to that. It was actually, uh, how they would behave towards others, their superiors, their peers, and those less fortunate than themselves. Uh, and some of those um, virtues included bravery, loyalty, piety, and honor. They were expected to exhibit all these virtues in their daily lives on and off the battlefield because that's what knights did originally. They went and fought, they did those things. But however, they were supposed to behave that way all the time. It wasn't just during a specific time. Um, and they were also expected to protect the weak and defenseless, particularly women and children. So that's where a lot of that comes from. And another one of the things I didn't realize necessarily was that um, one of the most famous aspects of chivalry was the concept of courtly love, which emphasized romantic pursuit of women. They were expected to be courteous, respectful towards women, and to devote themselves to the service of a lady. Hmm. So we talk about specific actions as yeah. far as like open the door, stand when they walk in. Um, but it's really, those things are, are, they come from the principle of being respectful and honoring ladies. So it's not necessarily this set of actions, but it's how you view women and how you behave towards them. You do the things that they're deserving of, which in that case is opening the door for them. You yeah. stand when they walk in because you're showing them respect and actually you're supposed to take your hat off, um, <clears throat> showing that you're honoring them in their presence. Like they mean something to you. So like when you start talking about raising a kid that way as a young man, you talk about specific actions, but how do you view... Um, now that maybe it's more of a set of principles, how does, how do you view him raising him in a certain way? Not necessarily to do specific things, but to behave a certain way, to view the world in a certain way. As in, how do you do that? I mean, sure. Or how, or how she views like what the value and importance of that? Both. Hmm. I mean, I think it's, I think that's where I was thinking how hard it is, is I don't know if this is the right time to go into like, uh, when I say that women have taken that away mm-hmm. from men, in a sense, you know, they're so feminist and being a strong, independent woman is so um, prevalent that um, I feel like when men do try to do something like that, hold the door open, help somebody out. I, I put in, you know, my thoughts as I've seen lots of things online. There's so many DIY women online, right? They're like builders. And I think that's awesome. I'm all for that. Then they like do this example of they went to the department store, they went to like Home Depot and they're at the wood section and they're trying to get mm-hmm. their wood and mm-hmm. they like have been like, oh my goodness, it happened again, you guys. This guy came up to me and asked me like, do you need help? Can you believe? I'm like, no, I got it. And, I, <laughs> but then, you know, you're, but they like make it into that this, the man is trying to almost like do something inappropriate or. Or it's so offensive. To yeah, exactly. And it's so offensive. But they're just being what I think is in their DNA. You Mm. know what I mean? I don't think they're purposely. And so I guess it's, it's kind of like how to teach your kid. I mean, (laughs) 
in all reality. Like, how do you teach your kid to be like that without being like women cause like saying he's inappropriate? Does that make sense? What I'm trying to say, like, like without someone saying that they yeah, crossed sorry. the line, yeah, or exactly. Or, like, oh, he's holding the door for me because he's trying to look at me. Or, oh, like, I think that is a big thing nowadays, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. What's a big thing? L- like, women turning things against men. Mm. You know, like, um, I I think that a man can do pretty much no right, no matter what he does. I yeah. think it's, like, very easy for it to be, like, oh, he's looking at me inappropriately. Or he was purposely doing that to, like, try to... I don't know, get near me or this guy was being too close to me, you know, like no matter what, I think women have stripped men of gentlemen being a gentleman in a way. I mean, I think it's interesting. It's kind of a huge thing to say that women have stripped that from men. Right. Yeah. I think, yeah. <clears throat> I think, at, let me clarify. Don't get me wrong. I do think that there's obviously men right. that do inappropriate things. I want to say that first of all, I don't yeah. think it's just, <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. There's a reason. Yeah. yeah. That. No. Um, I think initially at face value, it's really easy to to see that kind of like feminist movement mm-hmm. and like ideology and think, oh, it's women, right, who have like stripped away this thing or who have made it so bad. Um, but to be honest, like I, I honestly have a pretty harsh opinion okay. like about that because I feel like the more you trace it back, yeah, I kind of feel like the men are to blame, to be honest. How so? Um... Well, <laughs> I mean, I know we have like a lot of show notes and this is probably a little bit too early to get into this, but I feel like <sighs> how men kind of been in their proper place and yeah. post of duty, yeah. like these spaces wouldn't exist or these desires to want to fill them in yeah. with women, right? And I feel like, <clears throat> and now I'm not saying that they're only to blame. I think obviously the feminist movement should, be accountable for a lot of these actions. But I I do feel that if you just break it down to like the simplest thing, it's not like a delinquency on the female's part. I feel like this has happened because men have kind of run their role into the ground and their masculinity into the ground. And I feel that if you were to, you know, let's say for example, a home, right? If there's a woman in the home who um, feels a desire to work, to take on more, um, to feel equal to her husband by doing more of what you would call like a traditional male role in the in the home. Uh, why is that desire there for the woman? And usually you'll find that it's because the male is lacking somewhere. It's not because she just wants to feel this way, right? Usually if the man's taking care of his wife and it is in his proper place, she's not going to feel a desire to want to rise above him or be better than him or take on his role because that role is filled appropriately so. And to me, I just feel like society is like a huge reflection on the home, essentially, right? Like the home dynamic. Like I I feel however far back you want to trace that, I I feel that it's because of a lack of men being bold enough to, to fill that space and not letting masculinity be washed down. Yeah, through the ages, I guess, or be more tolerant, I guess, of of these things. And to me, like, I I, I don't like feminine, like feminine movement is is a symptom of something else. Like that is not the issue. The issue isn't. I mean, it is an issue that was caused by something else that's like a lot bigger to me. Yeah. And so to me, like, I don't see it as women stripping men away. Like when when you hear attack on masculinity, you're like, oh, there's attack an attack on our men nowadays. 
by <clears throat> these kind of woke agendas or this feminist movement, I feel like that's a symptom, I guess, of a much larger problem. And to me, that's that men <laughs> have kind <laughs> of, you know, let themselves be washed out. Like, oh. they, they haven't stood in their role properly. I think and there's <clears throat> probably kind of in the middle of both of you. Um, so I'm a woman hater and he's a man hater. Just started off that strong. Like yeah. I was I bashing women everybody. I don't know what's wrong with you. Yeah, guys. Sure of you course, do. here comes Chase with his <laughs> Don't be lukewarm, Chase. <laughs> just take a side already. No, no I, I think, and I think where it meets in the middle is that both sides hold responsibility. I, I do think that, um, so let's start with the feminist movement. How it started was the first wave feminist movement was back in like the early 19th century. So it was, no, it was the early 20th century, late 19th century. Um, and it focused on women's suffrage and legal rights. So um, owning property, right to vote, things like that. Then there's a, a second, wave second wave feminism, which expanded the movement to include issues like reproductive rights, workplace discrimination, and domestic violence. Um, and then now third wave feminism has become something entirely different, which is around gender pay gap, sexual harassment, assault, and representation yeah. in media and politics, things like that, right? <clears throat> so it's evolved into something else. And starting with the woman, I take it as just kind of fulfilling what was originally started in the beginning. Women had an urge to go and do something that got tricked by something else. They, they were looking and started thinking that, oh, um, Satan offered that you'd be like God, that you would understand, you'd have knowledge, you'd understand, and she was deceived. She was You're talking about the beginning of time. Very beginning, Eve. And so she went out, she made a decision, and she was tricked and she fell. Adam didn't fall. Adam made a decision because he loved Eve to follow her. So in the same way, how this has kind of gone, women started trying to aim for more. They started trying to get more knowledge, get more power, get something on their own. And men followed instead of this is where men's responsibility so women had the responsibility of actually making a decision of actually going out and starting this process of saying i want to do this i want more i want this and then men instead of being a stopgap instead of pushing back this is where men's responsibility really does come in they didn't stand up for what was right they didn't stick to their standard they caved they gave, they gave more room, and they still do. They gave more ground just because, yes, they wanted to seem, and I think it stems from a place that is good in that they want to take care of women. They want them to be happy. But instead of understanding that just because what somebody wants isn't going to necessarily make them happy by them having it and making sure that we're balancing each other out, they keep giving more and more and more. And this is where men washed out, and we've given so much yeah. that now you're absolutely right. Our responsibility, we've we've let that down. We stepped outside of our role. We've been pushed out of our role willingly. It's not even by force. It's because we refuse to stand and take a stand saying, here, I am going to open the door for you. There's nothing ill intent behind it. If you don't want me to, that's fine. But I'm just doing this not out of anything disrespectful. But here's what I believe is right. Here's my standard. And so when we, when we let that go, and this is the part that you're talking about, that do we continue to instill that yeah. Are those values and are those behaviors still worth having in today's day and age? Yeah. And if you believe they're right, then even if they're not popular, then yes, they are worth doing, even yeah. if it's not popular, even if there is risk involved, because that's what we've done. If we say, well, women will be mad at us, they won't do that, so I won't I won't do that. It'll make them unhappy. But then we've let down our standard as men. And yeah. we haven't then 
continue to try and propagate what we believe is right. And our belief system dies. And if we just give up, then we lose by default, which is what has happened. Now we've just lost by default because we don't even try. We don't even aim to push our values forward in society anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) there is so much to unpack there. Yeah, it can get so so deep. And I I think, like, I like that you used the Adam and and Eve. I think, honestly, if we go back to it, I mean, that is where the root of all. Right. (laughs) Evil. (laughs) And I know there's there's like a a negative view on like, oh, Eve gets blamed for everything. Like, she's to blame. It's the woman and things like that. And obviously, I mean, we are Christians, right? All three of us are Christians. We we see things with the lens of Christianity and the Bible. So obviously already our views on things are going to be very different from probably a lot of people. people. And and it's going to... That standard. Not. Follower. <laughs> Sorry, X X Mike X whatever your name is. Please don't don't unfollow us. Look, you can't even remember his name. I know. Terrible. I have you snapshotted. I'm gonna like put it it's on the, the plaque and like. We yeah, appreciate it. You. <laughs> name probably, Stephen messed up. It's probably an AI, anyways. Or yeah, it was a little spam AI robot that they, they just put. No, but I, I think so. Obviously, yeah, our views are going to be very, very different, right? And, yeah. and the standard is going to be. And maybe stronger opinions. Stronger opinions and not popular at all. Yeah, not popular. Because, you know, I think they actually probably are more popular than people like to think. They just, it kind of goes back to like you were saying about the man thing. No one wants to take that stand to actually, the courage to do it, which, because you can get, I think, a lot of loud comments or loud opinions. Yeah. Yeah. On the opposite. So you think of, so like I I had had this example floating around in my brain of back, going back to like the home dynamic, right? Yeah. So you see a child. And not that I'm comparing women to children. This isn't it. But if you're looking at the familial roles, like God-ordained roles of a family, the way Mm -hmm. we would view them as Christians, Mm -hmm. you would see the male as the head of the household, right? Then the wife. Obviously, parental figures, they're equal in the sense of there's, you know, there's a whole umbrella diagram out there (laughs) of this that I'm sure you've all seen. But um, so let's say this child of yours is misbehaving. They're screaming, they're violent, they're disrespectful, they're just causing, you know, <clears throat> a scene. Yeah. That child, if left unchecked, is going to do what he wants, right? Yeah. If he's not shown, if he's not taught, if he's not disciplined, who's to blame? The parents. Exactly. Yeah. Right? Like, there's a lack of leadership there. Yeah. There's a lack of discipline. There's there's no example to set for that child. And... I mean, I'm sure you guys have heard this growing up in church, but when you see that, it's not child delinquency, it's parental delinquency, right? Yeah. You Like, that poor child is going to be very unlikable. <laughs> no one's going to want to be around this family. <laughs> and, and it's not the child's fault. Yeah. There's a lack of, of parental, um, you know, power over yeah. this child. And I feel like that is what society is today and what you see with, like, the rise of feminist movement. It's like there was a lack of, of the male upholding his role yeah. as a man in the home, in society, in culture, in the government, and left unchecked. I mean, what, what, yeah. what was to happen, right? And, and, and I think, unfortunately so, I mean, well, what I else was the woman to do? Well, there's know? a balance to that is because then you're, if you take that view, then the woman has no agency and it's just following exactly what, to, <laughs> <laughs> to, and to a point where the high, using the story of Adam and Eve, the yeah. principle of that is that our natures are what we are. That yeah. stuff was in there from the beginning mm-hmm. and our, you can watch us do the same thing because that is in our nature. However, yeah. standards, rules, 
responsibilities are meant to curb us from our own natures exactly. to yeah. not just given those wants. Right. But Eve chose, Eve was given a choice. And so she could not yeah. have done that thing. Yeah. And so they cannot do that. The standard is there. Yeah. So they do have agency and responsibility in behaving as they're supposed to. Yeah. Absolutely. Right? And yeah. Yeah. And, um, no, I think if you don't mind me, yeah. Like yeah. I think that it is as a woman, like I think that it's easy. You can see how the Adam and the Eve thing, of the, I do think that you're right. Like men have not stepped up or like taken the courage to stand their place, which is totally true. But like Chase said, the DNA of you is like, it's like, I've seen it with my own husband, Mitchell. And like you, I'm sure do it with Gabrielle that you love them so much. Mm -hmm. You will do something that, you know, actually probably isn't what you should be doing. You'll give in because you love them. Like, and I think as a woman, we are very, <laughs> be deceitful mm -hmm. and, and, a, and a not, Maybe unintentionally. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think that women know, I mean, it is a, everyone knows. I mean, why do you see it in movies or shows or anything that like, oh, they're going to take the woman and make her strut in front of a man to do what they want. It is a known thing of like, they hold a certain power, exactly. like manipulation. Almost. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and I think guys, that we're, we're kind of dumb. <laughs> yeah. We're like, like oh, they're woman. like, oh, I love them. <laughs> I'm going to let her do whatever she wants. And I think Walk that all is. Over me. Yeah. <laughs> in a sense, I think that happens unintentionally on both sides. You know, yeah. you want unintentionally give in when you shouldn't because you love her so much and that's in your DNA. And women unintentionally get try to get what they want because it's kind of in our DNA. If that's like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah, unpopular opinion right there. Unpopular <laughs> yeah. opinion. Like coming <laughs> from a true. woman, though, I can say that. There, right? There's a female privilege out there. Yeah, I have female privilege, guys. <laughs> Following on our inclinations takes an actual decision to go against that. Because that is the that is the easiest route, that is the shortest path, and people follow the path of least resistance. That is our nature. And so when the woman's nature is to get what she wants, is to follow the easiest way, is to, is to you know, do what's... Yeah. You know, like I said, path of least resistance. Same for the man. The path of least resistance is not to go against the woman; it's to go with her. Mm -hmm. And so we do that, and to fight against not only our our nature of going with the path of least resistance, but like you're saying, that affection and that mm -hmm. want for them to be happy. Yeah, it takes a intentional choice to go against that. You have to actually go through some strain and some pain to do that because you know what's right. Same as anything else. Like it's much easier to eat a bunch of junk food. But if you... <laughs> yeah, it's a lot easier. <laughs> We're like, like, yeah, I'm getting out of here now. Yeah, <laughs> shoulders just hunched. And <laughs> Putting my hoodie back on. Chase is like super, side note, fit, I'm cool, not, healthy. Oh my word. Actually, he's a binge eater. But yes, that's true. He can has more. I'm like, give me all the... seven tacos here. Okay? No, yeah, he can like... But he six. doesn't look like he <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's... I love what you actually... <laughs> um, anyway sorry but it takes a choice to stop that behavior yeah and that is on both sides mm -hmm. that's where it's not one side or the other but however so when you're talking about the relationship between a man and a wife there is a difference because then the man has been charged with being responsible and being mm -hmm. held responsible for his family because he is the leader of the household yeah and now that's that's a whole nother section and we'll talk <laughs> about that later but the man is acting as the leader of the household, which means that what, however his household goes and wherever they end up, he is re ultimately responsible for that because he is supposed to be making decisions and heading the direction that will lead them in a good path. And if they end up on a bad path, that's his responsibility. So if the wife, he just lets her go and does whatever and does not counteract to make sure that they all end up in a good place, 
if his children aren't acting in the way that they should, if they're not raised in a good way, whether it's through a wife's inaction or overaction, that's still his responsibility. So the man will be held responsibility at the end of it. Yeah. So when you talk about seeing the women end up in a place where they shouldn't be, yes, then absolutely. The women did have agency in that. However, it's the man's responsibility to prevent that and to make sure that if it does happen to be corrected yeah. and back on a good path. Right. And I think that's exactly what I mean, right? I think I think it's kind of like a cause and effect or a chain reaction type of deal, right? Because if the male who's supposed to be the head of the household doesn't have his life in order, yeah. then the whole house is in disorder. Yeah. Right. And, yeah, and that's the totally. same in church, right? Yep. If yeah. the pastor of a church is in disorder, usually yep. you're going to find the condition of that church in, in pretty bad shape. Yeah. And I think, and, and I, and that's unpopular opinion in another, another sense, because opinion. you're, yeah. it's like both putting men and especially nowadays, you know, the man is the head of the house and yeah. you're talking like pastor, like unpopular opinion too. Yeah. Big time. <laughs> Unless you're a female pastor. <laughs> And <laughs> which is <laughs> which is a whole nother topic. I hope Brother Steve doesn't <laughs> listen to this. <laughs> I, I think we should have him on for this, oh, actually. No. Oh, we probably should have. That would have been safer. Yeah, safer. Yeah. We're out of order. <laughs> we're, we're, Maybe we should stop this now. Are any of us ordained? <laughs> <laughs> Get online. How Quick. are we like vindicated by anything we're saying? Right now? We can do anything online nowadays. <laughs> yeah, we got all of this off chat GPT. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> Um, let's see. So, oh, there was one point I'm going to talk about here. So we're talking about, <laughs> you okay over there? Yeah, I'm just yeah. sweaty. Chase, you just always got to bring us back to, we got to be serious. No, I, that's actually. No, 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 I'm no, laughing we at got to, We got like, to bring him back to like, not so serious. Yeah, that's yeah. Just, yeah. I do need that every once in a while. But go ahead. Yes, go back. Actually... We're both masculine and feminine energy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like, I'm actually very masculine. <laughs> I, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. Yeah, we can go into it. Why not? Oh no. Are we wanting ah. to move forward let's just a little it. bit on this? It's expansion. Yeah. It's not okay, change. Okay. What is it though? So, it's kind of this whole feeling of that uh, the man is the the leadership and the woman is supposed to be subject to her husband. We're really yeah. We're just gonna go all the way. Okay. I I warmed my husband. Warned him already. Like maybe you shouldn't listen to it. Or I warned you. Don't okay, that's interesting. But so before I say okay. what I'm going to say, what is yeah. what are your thoughts on it? Like, how does that? Oh, great. What was your question? So, I mean, you, that whole topic are you talking about women like is supposed to be our place um, yeah, in a household. Yeah, women are supposed what? to be subservient to her husband and all that. Yeah. So, okay. If you're already gone, say yeah. no. You go might ahead. I'm listen to it. Well, what are your thoughts on it? Like, what are, what were your thoughts about that? Why did you tell your husband? Okay. That. <laughs> okay. Well, mine is maybe more confusing, and Chase is going to have to try to keep me because I have like mixed thoughts I guess in the way so I told him before like I'm like an old soul <laughs> in a young person body kind of in a way like we jokingly said our pastor wanted to get chairs for our church or pews and he put like a, a poll or what you know he like had a vote on it or whatever and I am like so old school that I was like no like there's a saying, raise your kids under pews, not chairs. Like, I'm so literal sometimes. Well, I like how you created a whole doctrine around <laughs> yeah, that. I'm like, that's what he was just like, what? I'm like, no, you know, like. I'm pretty I'm sure the Sermon on the Mount, they just sat on the hills. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, pews and chairs. I was like, no, I got to raise my kids under pews. So leading back into that, I um, have like a very um, um, probably unpopular opinion on a view of like a woman and a man's jobs in the house. As a woman, I totally believe my job, Mitchell works, my job 
is to stay home, clean the house, take care of the kids, cook dinners, right? Like I fully believe that 100%. Do not feel like in a sense, Mitchell should do any of those things because that old school role, I mean, if you're talking 50 years ago, Stephen, if you were looking for a wife, that is kind of what you would be looking for. And, and your wife would be looking for a man that would be extremely hardworking and provide for you. But when he came home, he wasn't expected to come home and change diapers and bathe the kids and put the kids to bed, do all that. That, that was my job. That is my job. And I believe that. But this day and age has created, I pride myself in not being feminist, but I'm also <laughs> pride myself in being like very strong-willed, stubborn, independent, capable of doing any job a man can do. Hmm. So I'm like, I think I get more confused. I guess it's this day and age too. Maybe that like, I, like I said, pre myself fully believe in my place in a household. Mm. And I, but I have a hard time sometimes like letting go of that control of being like, Oh, Mitchell is the head of the house. I'm kind of like, Oh, this is my job. This is my house, but you need to still do stuff. Does that make sense? What I'm gotcha. trying to say? Yeah, no, that definitely makes sense. And I think, yeah, that's a hugely unpopular opinion. And yeah. Honestly, I had researched toxic femininity. <laughs> and I'm toxic femininity. No, society would call that toxic femininity yeah. nowadays because yes. they would 100% believe that you're like brainwashed yeah. into supporting what would be considered toxic masculinity. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of funny to me that that is the definition of toxic femininity as opposed to you know, femininity actually having its own toxic individual traits as opposed to just supporting the toxic masculinity ideology, essentially. Yeah. But yeah, that's a hard one. I mean, (laughs) I think, um, (laughs) I think as like, you know, our own free will and our own desires, we're obviously going to be battling, you know, not (laughs) like falling into, into, even if you believe it, those roles, Maybe Mitchell struggles with not wanting to get up and work. You know, maybe there's days where he struggles not wanting to have to provide, you know, for the rest of his life or a whole family, you know. So I don't think that's necessarily like I think we're human and we're just going to naturally probably fight what those natural roles should be essentially. But I don't know. I, I don't think it makes you wrong for maybe needing help. Like, let's say yeah. if, if you feel there's a lack of help, I don't know if, yeah. you know, but that's, that's like a whole different, <laughs> that's a whole different topic. Like, yeah, but that, <clears throat> yeah, that's a whole different topic. Cause I think that <laughs> unpopular opinion, we shouldn't make that a sound uh, at I know. this point. I know I need to, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I could get myself in trouble. We can actually get that from the recording today. Unpopular yeah. opinion. Can you sing it for us so, so we can edit this out and then put yeah, it Yeah, I'll do that for you guys. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> no, Three, no, two, no. one. <laughs> Popular opinion. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, I don't even know where I was going. Um, so like you were saying, uh, needing help. So I have also a strong opinion of um, if you genuinely need help, then I totally understand that. But I also have a very hard time, Chase knows me, like uh, separating, hmm, how, do you, how would you explain it? Like, do you know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> I'm very strong-willed and stubborn and like I might need help, but I will not admit it mm-hmm. or you won't going ask for it. yes yeah. or going back to i think that mm, this is gonna be my opinion um <laughs> but that women are weak that is that is a harsh comment to say i think that there's a whole generation of weak women gotcha weak wives weak moms mm-hmm. is that harsh to say 
Well, I mean, it may be, but that doesn't mean it's not <laughs> true. Mean that it's true. Like, so what oh do you, gosh, what do you mean by that? What do you mean by weak um, women? Like, <laughs> like, why do they require so much help suddenly? Yeah, you know, like... Um, what do you mean by weak? Like, So how are they I weak? just think you need more help from your husband. Mm. Does, mm. It, it, okay, so let me also, if you work, if I worked, went to a job and I had to work and that was, you, my husband and I agreed that I was going to go to work and he was going to work and our kids were at daycare or whatever. Like, cool, have a house cleaner. I kind of think that like if you can afford it and you're working and two the two spouses are working, then I do think that there needs to be a mutual help, if that makes sense. If that is the agreement you came on, came upon, like then the husband should help more with household chores and the children. And because it's not a normal, typical role of what you would think of like, okay, marriage of the old time marriage. But I, if I am at home and Mitchell works hard for me to stay at home, I don't feel like, and he's at work all day. I think that's where it becomes, women can become weak in the sense of being like, I can't take the kids to the grocery store. Even Mitchell, which is funny. I, he wasn't feeling good. And so I brought him home. We were going to take the kids the other night to the mall and get food and let him play. And he was like, you're going to take all three of the kids, like all of them. I'm like, yeah, they're my kids, you know, like, and I think it, it is easy for me too, because Mitchell is self-employed. It's easy for me to rely on him a lot more and be like, oh, I'm not going to go to the grocery store. And don't get me wrong. If you can do that, I, you know what right. I mean? I'm trying to, yeah, yeah. I know yeah, what you mean, yeah. you know, <laughs> but it has become so like, oh my goodness, you're going to take all three of your kids to the grocery store. How, how can you even do that? I like, do you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. become, women have become weak in the sense of, oh, I can't cook dinner if I have all three of these kids here. Like, fig mm. I don't know. I'm not going to have dinner for you every night. Like mm. figure it out. <laughs> you know, like, and then just with cleaning and stuff, it's like, I had all three kids. Don't get me wrong. You can have a, <laughs> a house and you have three kids. Why do I feel like we need to cue I know, the crickets? I'm like, oh my goodness, right you guys, please don't. <laughs> all my friends don't hate me, please. Like my future wife better not, better not fall into your no, category of weak women. <laughs> Oh, no, no, and that is where. But I also I need to clarify mean, that I have a very um, high standard, uh, biblical standard. Yes, no. that, and I have a nature yeah. that is not. How would you explain it, Chase? Like dependent. You, you are. Yes, but I think yeah. it can be wrong. I'm not saying I'm in the right. Sometimes, like I can get such a hard nosed idea of something, mm. and be like, "Why?" I could probably kill myself before I would be like, oh, "I need help." It's or, just like a pride thing, man. Yeah, and I think that can be wrong. Yeah, absolutely. I but, okay, going back to this day and age of, like, is that right? Is it wrong? Do you keep that? Like, of you looking for your new spouse, like, do, uh, can you have those qualities that you want in a, in a wife? Or is that wrong? Can Do we have to, like, adjust our thoughts of right. our, our moms and women? Are we just weaker? And that is just society. Right. I mean, that's a... That's a huge. <laughs> oh my goodness! Like, I mean, that's sorry, a very, guys. very big thing, right? And yeah. I didn't even expect yeah, sorry, for guys. us to get into like this because that on its own is is a very huge yeah thing, and it's very real though, right? Like, I think obviously I'm not married, but just <laughs> from the examples I've seen, like, yeah, I think the expectation would be that there's obviously compromise, right? Mm -hmm. And there's help on both sides, but I think that expectation is that if you're if you're falling into those roles and your husband is fulfilling his, your wife is fulfilling hers, whatever it might be that you wouldn't be as, <clears throat> it's a partnership, right? And yeah. you're helping each other out by balancing those things. But 
I can I can see what you mean, you know, like to a <laughs> degree it. how maybe it can say maybe it. it's washed <laughs> down. Weak, say it. <laughs> the way we're talking about masculinity being yeah. washed down, yeah. maybe femininity has been washed down. Yeah, yeah, right? I do believe that. And they've become too reliant. Like the TV's the babysitter, right? Like mm-hmm. people use that now, and they're like, "What's yeah. wrong with that? I'm a busy mother. I'm this. I'm that." Yeah. And your child is sitting there on you know for hours on end watching television. Um, is that a form of of a washed down feminine role? Yes. And per, yeah, right. <laughs> perhaps that is. And, and I, I take think, part in that. So yeah. I'm not and I don't that. think it's wrong to like question that or bring that up or, or yeah. try to like answer why that is. <clears throat> I just think that is very, it's a very layered thing, and yeah. I think it, it it depends on both roles of yeah. why that is happening. Yeah. Right? And sometimes I get really frustrated and I'm, I'm honestly, I like that role of like, I believe in that I am, that is my role. This is my place. But then I get frustrated at Mitchell when I'm doing everything. So it's kind of a two edged sword. It's kind of dumb of me sometimes because I get frustrated, but then I have to remind myself, okay, tell Mitchell this. And I like think if I worked as whatever, a nurse or whatever, I actually had a job. I, my personality, I would want to be the best at my job. Like, I'd want to do my, you obviously, you don't want to get fired. You want to be the best that you can. And so sometimes I think like I have to think of that way as a wife and a mom when I get burnt down and tired, I want to be the best at my job because this is the job I have. This is the job that the Lord gave me and I want to take pride in it because like mm-hmm. you take pride probably in the work you do at Gore. You take pride, pride probably in the work that you do at Microsoft. Like you guys work hard for your company. In a sense, my family yeah. is my little company, right. you know, and if... I am weak and doing a half job, then it goes back to like what would happen if you guys were doing a half job at your <laughs> you'd at get your role. <laughs> cut yeah. off. Yeah. And I don't want Mitchell to cut they me would, off because I don't they work. They would kill us. <laughs> I don't have a job. <laughs> Gore just puts yeah. out a hit for Steven. Yeah. Microsoft just smashes me. I would be like thrown into some <laughs> weird little like garbage disposal and then tested on <laughs> for, for medical oh, yeah, devices. For medical. Are you, know? you allowed to talk about that? <laughs> I'll edit that out. (laughs) Um, That's huge. And I definitely want to hear your thoughts, Chase, because you're obviously the opposite end of that. But wait, did you answer that? What's that? Did you answer like what you want? What I would want? Well, yeah, obviously I would want those same things, right? I think because I'm seeking out a wife who also Mm -hmm. shares those same values, right, in those roles, she would expect me to be the man of the house and she would expect me to be able to provide and to be able to do so sufficiently enough to be able to get by and to meet not only her materialistic needs, but her emotional needs, right? Because there's that as well. Yeah, that is. And so, yeah, I would expect her, you know, if she's in good health and in a good sound mind to... To live up to Most her role that she believes you know. in. Yeah. Most women You're are going to have to have a soft. You might want to take that yeah, off That's the a list. soft requirement. The on emotional that stability. I can agree to that too. Yeah. Of women. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's not there. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Okay. And, and I think I think maybe because m- the examples I've had in my life yeah. of women has always been a strong woman. Right. Okay. And that's yeah. always been because there's been a lack of a healthy biblical man an example of that in my yeah. life, to be honest. So when, I, when I've when i seen women step up and they're having to play both roles or, or they're having to fill in or, or they're still giving their all to try to be, you know, yeah. sufficient for their children and for their household, despite that, um, it makes you question, well, why can't yeah. <laughs> why can't someone else, right? Yeah. And so, <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I would agree with you. I think obviously can get, I'm sure it can go to an extreme. Mm-hmm. And I don't have an example for that, but... 
um, I would say I share that same kind of thought. I think there has been a, a washing down of femininity as well, not mm-hmm. just because women are f- feminists and they want to have a career over a, li- a home life or anything like that, but to the other extreme where they've yeah. become so dependent on the help and the assistance yeah. and the man and, you know, <clears throat> that it can become a, a toxic thing, right? Depending yeah. on the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're both looking at me. Yeah. Your turn. Your I turn. threw myself under the bus so many times. <laughs> I know. Already. Why would I do I'm the gonna same? have no friends, even though I don't have any friends. I'm just kidding. That <laughs> you guys are my friends, right? <laughs> Say yes. Please. <laughs> yes, of course. I'm legally required. <laughs> yeah, Chase has to. Your family. Uh, I yeah. think there's yeah, there's two parts. Actually, there's a well, there's a mix of parts in here. So one and we'll stick with the one that's mostly been discussed, but I also do want to go back into the part of the independence and the feeling that you have. Um, so yeah, I think, I think in general, femininity has been washed down. I, I think it's mostly because society has become soft as a whole. Yeah. I think in previous times, life provided enough difficulties for people to have to grow in a specific way, to be strong enough to handle specific things because there's no other choice in today's day and age. We have choices for everything. You used to be an example, but it's, it's a, an example that spreads out across everything. We don't have these hard requirements. We've built tools and we've built these things that do everything for us, basically. Yeah. Right. You can order food really easily, easier, easier than ever. You can just order on the phone, have it delivered. You can order your groceries, have them delivered. You can um, order a subscription that will pretty much have food made for you that you can just throw in the oven and be done. You can have your kids sit in front of them with TV and watch you can have things explained to you, even like ChatGPT, the way we were talking about. We've built a society that has taken away every sort of hardship from us, and so we don't actually build any sort of strength, which is part of the problem that now everyone is looking for things to be a hardship. Yeah. We've now, that victimization has become so rare that it's become an actual ideal to live up to, that now it's something to be to be a victim is actually to mean that you have some societal clout. That you're actually going through something is now we hold it up in society as a high standard, when in reality, up until this point, what was held up as, a, as an ideal was that you were able to handle the hardships and struggles that life came along with. And we don't have that same anymore. So cooking and actually living up to the ideal of a housewife is is hard no matter what. It's a hard thing, to, but people don't grow up with that expectation anymore, so they don't grow up with that muscle to actually handle those hardships. And so now, if they don't have to, they won't. And it's become a two-person job, when in reality, mm-hmm. it's only because the individual isn't strong enough to handle it all on their own. And I may, I may I, for, for those of you who don't know, and I, I, <laughs> I'm going to jump onto the bus myself, <laughs> this part of this is that... Um, Caitlin also understands that I do do a lot around the house and I have done this a lot historically around the house. Um, and there's reasons why my wife has not had that capability herself. Not that she hasn't tried, not that she hasn't worked at this. And I do I want to give her every credit because she does and works very hard at growing. Cause I think it's also your personality as well. Yes. Part right, of that. Which we talked about. I'll yeah. go in into this. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so standing up for my sister-in-law. Yeah. And she deserves it. <laughs> wow. So first when she, when she was very young, when we got married, Mm-hmm. And when it used to be done, how girls were raised were that they were taught skills to go forward in life. 
to cook, to clean, to provide, to raise children, to do these different things. And my wife didn't necessarily, as many kids, didn't grow up with that. It wasn't, she wasn't taught how to cook. She wasn't taught necessarily how to clean. And there were very specific reasons for that. And you know what? Hey, yeah. it just happens. But then when she came into marriage, that expectation was there because my expectation for my wife is that she stays home and she's able to raise our kids and take care of a home. Mm -hmm. That's what she also wants to do. I'm there to provide. I go to work. Now, my nature is also, and as a lot of men, is to step in and to be helpful. And so I step in and that can be a negative thing Yeah. because the same as then they don't grow up building those muscles and building that understanding of what they're required to be able to do it themselves is that... I stepped in too much and in a lot of ways prevented her from being able to do that because I wanted to help her because I didn't want her to struggle. Like most people, when they see someone, you don't want to see someone have to go through pain. But my one of my models is that you cannot grow in comfort. If you are comfortable, you cannot grow. If you're not going through hardship, you cannot grow. There's no room for it. It's just that's uh, there's nothing forcing you to grow. Right. You have to go th- grow through the pain. Yeah. yeah. And so I tried to abstract so much of that away from her in a lot of ways and prevented that growth early on in our marriage. And so she has – we've both had to realize this, that I do that. And mm-hmm. I've had to force myself to step away and allow her to do that. And she has. She's been great. She has worked much harder making meals, doing those things. We have three beautiful children. She takes care of them. I'm here now on a Thursday night, and she's at home taking care of three kids. And me talking about femininity and masculine. (laughs) My husband's at home with my children. (laughs) We're just all gender swapped over here. (laughs) Whoa, whoa. (laughs) Yeah, role swapped. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. gender role swapped. So um, I do think that since it's not instilled in our children, it's not a part of our society mm-hmm. anymore. It's not something even, and you're talking about the feminist movement, they don't value what that is. They don't value what a feminine role is. They don't yeah. believe that it's actually worth anything, which is strange to me. It's always struck me is that they're the ones who don't find value in it. They don't prize it. They have no, they don't think highly of it or understand the work that goes into it. They think that it's beneath them, but at the same time, and so they want the role of a man thinking that just because that is kind of the face of things, that's where real progress seems to happen, but they don't understand. That women are at home actually raising the next generation yes, to do that. Yes, that there is so much in that. There is so yeah. much work and effort, and I have taken on work in that way a lot of times and understand how difficult that role is. I don't want to stay there forever. I understand that my nature also, I have things that I want to do and take care of my family. And my wife, her nature is to nurture and to take care of her children and to build a home. That is what she wants to do. It's my job to provide for that. But when that's not valued by society, even if Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily like, oh, you don't make the roads, you don't do this, you don't create the next invention, you create the next generation. Mm -hmm. That's where most of that happens. Not that the father doesn't have a role in that, but that is where most of that happens in the home. And so when a value isn't placed on that inappropriate enough to make sure that you can carry that on, then why would children do that? Why would that be something that children aim for? Now it's TikTok. Now it's just, oh, these are the ideals of this is what is actually great. And there's no longer a highlight on in the skills that need to, to actually run a good home. So why would the children do that? Why would you want to do that if that's not actually something that's that's valued in society? So you're absolutely right, but it's something we've created in ourselves by putting value systems on the wrong thing. And same for the men that we have we've let down a standard that women have wanted what we've sought for, you know, what we've put as our standard and what's good for us. 
And that's what women want to, you know, that they want to be a part of that because they see, they think that there's some glory in that. And to an extent there is, but at the same time, they completely neglect and forget the glory that's in raising children and running a good home and providing for your husband and doing those things. And it's underappreciated. And that's the true unappreciation of, of today's society. Yeah. Mic drop. Beautiful. <laughs> Like I, I have no no comments. I'm not married. Or no, but I think no. that is the also the thing with it is you. I think that, yeah, you well, are, yes. yeah. Well, like as you start looking for this and you go into marriage and you you, um, you start. I mean, a family. my wife better step up. Uh, like she, she better, better not be, be a strong. Weak woman. She better be no weak, washed out <laughs> feminine woman. Like I need a woman in the home. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, but kidding. you know, like. Well, you know, and it is a weird thing now. It is like, and and I have. There's a friend that I have. <laughs> will remain unnamed, and we're all sitting you know, here. You know, her, and her husband. Like she, and I had this. Have had this conversation with her actually is this about, about me. No, <laughs> there's this friend. Um, there's this friend. Sorry, go ahead. And her this is, is actually intervention. Okay. <laughs> We haven't been Mitchell recording this. Mitchell walks into the be room. Thrilled. We, we haven't been like, recording. Finally. This was all just leading to <laughs> right was, now. Yeah, Mitchell's actually online. <laughs> we have Mitchell, a phone can you in. step in here? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm the I'm the one that's been abused. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, think twice if you need help. No, where she, I think, was in that state of she was really dependent on her husband taking on a lot of those roles, but she wanted to have more children, right? And she already had quite a bit of children at this point. <laughs> and, but I think there was also That's an a good number of children. <laughs> she had four kids already. <laughs> so, uh, you know, but her, sh- there was an entitlement where, she, mm-hmm. you know, she was like, well, none of the family helps me to, to take care of the kids. Like I want to take trips. I want to go on vacation. I want to do things, things like that. And I mean, in the back of my mind, and I just, I did eventually tell her, I was like, well, they're your kids. Yeah. Like, they're your children mm-hmm. to raise, and you're complaining that you're not getting help from your mother-in-law, yeah, to, so that you can go on a vacation, like <laughs> step, you know, yeah. essentially, like you're 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 just kind of like becoming really dependent on others doing these things for you, right? I mean, she'd have her siblings over to take care of her kids, and I'm not talking about my sister, <laughs> by the way, Naomi. If you listen, like four kids, her siblings. Over. I know. I'm like Stephen. <laughs> This is not sweat. about my sister. Should we um, have had her on today? Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, how many kids do I have again? Let's call her. Um, yeah, no, and but then again, I, I saw that. Well, like what Chase was speaking to, where her husband, it was a detriment to her growth because he didn't steward or allow her to grow within that because he'd allow that mentality of of her entitlement, essentially, of like, mm-hmm. well, I deserve to be helped. I deserve to be. Yeah. To have somebody come clean my home and come cook my meals and I want to take a vacation. I want to go shopping. And he was fine with that, which that's their relationship, right? I guess if you want to say, well, that works for them, that works for them. But um, you could see like the impact eventually, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> they become unlikable. They become mm-hmm. hard to be around. They become hard to 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 hang around with just because that eventually just starts showing in the way their children are being raised or um, their ideology behind that. So, yeah, I, I, I guess I'd never thought of it that way until you guys brought it up and looking at that friend. Uh, I guess it's a, it's a pretty real thing. And 
you you wouldn't think that it could go that way, but I guess it could. But again, to me, like, not that she should not be held accountable for <laughs> for being in that state, but uh-huh. like, where was the stewarding from her husband? Right? Where was the being a pushover? Right. Yeah. Because he loved her. Right. And he thought that would make her which happy. is a debt, but which ultimately but then goes was back a detriment. to it's a detriment. Yeah. Well, there's a part yeah. of it that <clears throat> you say you act out of love. However, if you're harming. <laughs> Sorry, couldn't yeah, see you. I mean, you love your kids, right? But yeah. you're not going to let them run around with them. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There's that. That's not actually love, then. But then that no. might be how they learn. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> or to they an die. Extent, maybe not. No, no. I or it leads to death. <laughs> or yeah. <laughs> so yeah. There's the other side of that that you started out with, and Uh-oh. you said that you you understood your place, but at the same time, yeah, you have this independence that. Quote, unquote, I'm a strong and independent <laughs> woman who don't need no man. Yes, that is pretty much my thing. So that's the other side of it. But you I desperately need Mitchell. <laughs> I am total contradiction. That's what's hard. I think, and that is also what is on in society. Like, I feel like I'm kind of on the cusp. I'm very young. I'm only almost 30. Uh. <laughs> okay. Hey, let's define very young here. Yeah. Okay, so like, I feel like I'm still young. You're in your 20s. But yeah. yeah, so I got married very young, had kids really young all that. Um, but I'm kind of on that cusp of seeing a generation. Um, I think we've talked about this, like knowing a generation without social media phones, that kind of thing, but also mm. living very prevalent in it, uh, like being very dependent on it. So that, if that, if that goes back to femininity of like, I have seen, um, non feminist, you know, grew up with Christian that, and it goes back to Christian or Christian morals or Christian views, Obviously, but living in this, yes, the standard, but living in this world in this day and age, I find myself being like, once again, like you said, I am like, I don't need no man. But when Mitchell doesn't take that trash out, (laughs) like, what is he doing? (laughs) Like, what? Hello, that's your job. But then, you know, and you always see those memes of like the women like, my, uh, can you take the trash out? And then they don't do it within three seconds and the woman rips it out. Like that's me and everything. And I don't give Mitchell. And I think it, I don't know if I said this already and I told Chase this, I think I strip Mitchell of going back to chivalry of being able to be chival- chivalry, chivalrous, chivalrous. chivalrous. <laughs> um, I, I kind of think I'm in a sense, sometimes I take that from him because I am quote unquote, not weak, but I really am. Cause I'm a woman no matter what. So start with that. What, you say that. This is actually in, yeah, counseling for me. Yeah. So what is that? What does that mean? What does that mean to you? You say mean? I'm weak, but at the same time, you say I can do anything. Yeah. So what does that mean? I am a woman, and it goes back to DNA. Um, this day and age, and go ahead. No, no, no. I just <laughs> I don't think that you're weak. I think no. those are natural desires of wanting a man yeah. to do things for you. I don't think that's. It doesn't take away that you're completely capable well, of doing a lot of these things yourself. It just. But I do think women are weak. I think that yeah. our DNA, I am emotional. Okay, so emotionally, I actually, I think that women depend on men more than they ever would want to admit. Mm. And that's part of it, maybe. Um, it's easy to be like, I don't need Mitchell to do this. And I get, I joked that I would like, throw him under the bus, not really. But Mitchell, I, I, I take that role, that masculine role. So if you know my dad. He's I don't just, think they know our dad. Yeah, so anybody that might know our dad <laughs> is Come very... Know hey, audience, do you know my dad? Saturday, March 17th. <laughs> do you know my dad? Birthday. What? Oh, my goodness. That would be cute. My we dad is... We need to release this episode. We need to sing him happy <laughs> no, birthday to you No, I got to keep him podcast. proud. 
Um, my dad is very controlling. At least you have a dad. Yep. <laughs> Can you put those chirp chirps real quick? Okay. Trauma. <laughs> Come on. Okay. Um, yeah, so I am a female version of my father, which um, I say I laugh that I got the worst parts of him. <laughs> Probably more. A very controlling. I expect a lot. But when he tries to do it, he probably doesn't do it the right way. Talking about Mitchell. Man, you're just throwing um, every male yeah. in your life under the yeah, bus yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> so Mitchell has gotten very dependent on me being able to do a lot. And once again, going back to that, I pride myself in that. But going back to the detriment, and he, we've even talked about it. So it's not like this is just some bashing my husband we've never talked about. You know, he like he does weird. say this. Yeah. yeah, like he he does get... Very and and uh, and Mitchell's personality were so opposite, which is what makes it work so beautifully. That is why I know the Lord gave him to me, because he's so go with the flow. He's so just like, it's all good. He deals with me, which he is the better one out of the relationship because he puts up with me. I expect so much from him, but then when he does do something, he either doesn't do it fast enough, he doesn't do it right. I can do it better myself. So I kind of do contradict myself as far as um. I don't need a man, but I need him, but I need him to do it my way. So how do you see that you need Mitchell? <laughs> In what ways do you need him? <laughs> I'm, re- I'm using this a lot. I do love you, Mitchell. <laughs> Let me think of the ways. <laughs> He's I'm like, a I don't good know. I can do man, everything. Savannah. <laughs> <laughs> a good man. He's a good man. Um, emotionally, I need him to be the head of my house. And it goes back to that. Like, there's times that I want to... Um, do what I want or do this. And it is hard as, like I said, I go back to that. I am like totally believe in that role. But when he takes that role as like, I am the head and this is also, um, hopefully I don't get you guys canceled. Christians, like I have, I dress modestly. We believe in dressing modest. Like if he told me something like the other Sunday I got dressed and it was a jean skirt and the jean skirt had like I was just having a bad day and I always joke like if I have a jean skirt on a Sunday morning, you might want to watch out. But I had a jean skirt on and it had like kind of it's like that teared look at the bottom, like kind of phrase. And he was like, no, it's too casual. All the phrase you need to change. And I was like, oh, yeah, then I'm not going to church. Like, so I need him. And I'm like, I am the woman. I am the old fashioned be the wife of the I thought you were singing wife. for a second for some reason. <laughs> so sing like, songy. Singing. Like I like to think that I have this beautiful, like I'm the what it was 50 years ago housewife. But then when he tries to take the role of being <laughs> the 50 years ago husband, I'm like, watch your back. I do what I want. Mm-hmm. Which is wrong. Contradict. So once again, going back to teaching my daughter. So... <laughs> Here he goes. He's allowed to say what he wants to me because he's my brother. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I oh, thought I'll about tell this. you what I think. Watch your mouth, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> we won't be friends after this. No, we will no. because Mike's unfortunately I need his emotional support. Well, that's like, it. The podcast a is over. woman. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to call me. He's texting Mitchell I, right okay, now. Mitchell, I'm, so I'm praying sorry for you. I'm praying really hard for Caitlin's notes started on and said, I'm not a feminist, but dot, dot, dot. So here's my thought on that. On... And it goes along. You're not wrong. It's hard to understand. But we all like to think that we're independent. Mm-hmm. And this is men and women. This is not exclusive to either. But the hard part is, is that a lot of times 
it's viewed that men are independent and that women want to be independent. However, when you are an individual, you only have a certain capacity. You can only grow so much and you can only do so much. And this is where when you finally truly understand that you need that other person, that you as a husband and wife need each other completely, mm-hmm. not you are no longer this one individual who can do everything without that person. If you think that you can be without that person, you are limiting on what you can accomplish, what you can do for your children, what you can grow into. You can only reach a certain level. Your husband runs a business. And he, when he finally realized that he could only accomplish so much as a single individual putting gutters on houses, that was all he could do. And he decided that wasn't enough and he needed another person. It's the exact same mm-hmm. way. Yeah. When you finally understand that you need that person, that you cannot live without them, and you, as the Bible says, become one flesh. That's where it's at. you become one flesh. You mm-hmm. need that other person because without them, you will die. And you will, whether it's not physically, but you'll die spiritually. You'll die emotionally. You will die. Your children cannot grow. And that's why we have single children or single mother or single father or single <laughs> parent. <laughs> Households. You've reached that you reach a capacity on what you can gain from that. You can't be the full person that you can be by yourself. Yeah. And you need to let that go so you can finally grow into that. Both of you do. And, and you can't start that process until both people in the relationship have done that. When you both realize that you need each other and that you are going to grow into so much more than what you are by yourself and that you're no longer just, oh, yeah, I could, I could do without them, then you can't grow. Mm-hmm. You will cap out on how far and how much you can do. And that's today's day and age. That's completely against what everyone says that, oh, you don't, men don't need women and men don't really need women. And it's, it, that's not, women don't need men. Yeah, women don't need men. <laughs> and did we mention men, and don't, men need don't need women? <laughs> and men again? don't need women. <laughs> but so they have reached the limit on what they can be. They don't even understand that there's more. I reached yeah. my limit like 15 years ago, <laughs> and I've just been wandering aimlessly through life ever since. And there's a part I, that I jokingly is, say that, but no, it's in all seriousness. I think it's been a huge detriment to my character growth and being able to mature in a lot of different ways, right? Without having a, a partner, essentially. Okay. Because men yeah. by ourselves, until we have someone who needs us, we won't push. We're boys until we. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, until you're needed. Yeah. When we're needed, then we step up. Yeah. A lot. That's in your DNA. Yeah. 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 At least, you know. And from men, as much as today's society will tell you otherwise, men and women are different. You can't learn from a girlfriend the same thing that you will learn from your husband because they are a woman. Mm-hmm. And have men have different capacities. And the same as vice versa. You can't grow from a male friend in the same way that your wife will teach you, that that woman will help you grow and understand certain things Mm -hmm. and so we both need each other and we start out and we look and say oh the man is supposed to be the leader but that doesn't make the woman lesser yeah men are supposed to be leaders as in we're supposed to follow christ and christ was a servant leader he did everything he did for the people that he loved he did it for us he did not do it just for his own sake he did it because he loved us and he set aside his own desires because when the Garden of Gethsemane, he said, I don't want to do this. Let this pass. If it's possible, let this pass. And there was no other way. So he had to then decide. 
I'm like over here, a woman crying. Great. Such a beautiful. <laughs> Chase is a marriage counselor and a, by the way, on the side. Yeah. But he had to decide mm-hmm. to set aside, and that's where service is. Service means putting your others' needs above yourself completely. And that's what he did. He didn't want to. So what he did was take on what he didn't want to do so that we could have life, so we could have more, right? Because we'd been kept out. Yeah. And he set aside everything that he wanted because he didn't want to go through the pain yeah. and the shame and the hurt of that. But if there was no other way, then he would go through that. He would go through anything. And that's that's the model of what us as husbands and wives should follow. Yeah. And that's where it can be confused and you want to make sure it's yeah. right. Yeah. But I go home and I make sure that I'm serving my family in every way I know how. But I also expect that from my wife. Yeah. It's not a one-way street. And when you're both in service to each other, then you have a healthy relationship. If it's coming home and your wife is having a really hard day, I don't see anything wrong. Yes, it is the wife's responsibility of helping out and doing things like that. Not, again, in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. You don't want to step in and become a crutch. But the wife then responds, should be setting aside the service to herself. If I come home and have a hard day, even if she's had a hard day, one of us needs to serve each other. We both need to yeah. serve each other and understand. And we set aside everything else our own. It is setting others' needs above our own. And we're supposed to do that as a husband and wife. When you look for a wife and what your wife should expect from you is that if they have a need, their need is prioritized by you. And likewise, when you have a need, their need, your need is prioritized by them. Because if you don't have that reciprocation, then again, you have that independence and you can't grow to be the full people that you both can be. And also unpopular opinion I think that you, when you have children, you have to put your needs of your husband above your children. Yeah. So I here is, man, we, I, get, man, I could just keep going. Great. So explain that more. <laughs> I'm not going to. I actually want to um, hear what your thoughts on that. Um, I think, oh, man. You weren't prepared for that. Yeah, yeah. deep question. Actually, I feel like I need to tell you that um, I respect, also respect is huge. I think we haven't said any of that. Mm-hmm. Like respecting oh, yeah. one another is a huge part in it. And I also want to say that I did change and go to church, everybody. I did change <laughs> yeah, I kind of wanted to almost go back to the like, <laughs> why did you get so caught up I, on that? I just, it was just, I just got mad. I was in a bad mood anyways. And then when he told me that, it was oh, like the feminist, that feminist part of me of like, you're not going to tell me what I can and cannot wear. Mm-hmm. But that is the role of the 80 plays. And if I say that I take that role and I am whatever. So I did change, and I did go to church. Um, but like, but I we're sat editing. in church in a bad, with a bad but mood all service. We're editing that out, so yeah. it still makes it look like you just... I know, right? But, we'll Brother Steve, I was in the nursery, so I didn't bring my bad spirit into the sanctuary. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, um, going back to putting your spouse above your kids, uh, my view on that is, um, even as a mom, I guess, maybe we would probably look at it differently, and maybe how you would... And you are so like involved in your niece and nephew's lives too. I think that you are can honestly relate to a lot of what we're saying. Like you have such a cool relationship with Naomi. Yeah, very close. Very close. Yeah. yeah. So I think that you understand a lot of what I'm trying to say as far as it's easy for me to want to put my kids first. Like it, we, everyone jokes about how I can yell at my kids. I can discipline them. I can be mad. But when dad does, when Mitchell like dares to yell at my kids over something. I'm like, really, what is your deal? I'm like, calm down. And he's like, oh, you can yell at the kids. But when I do it, but it kind of goes in that I have to be able to step back that if Mitchell and I are not, um, 
on the same page. Yeah. And if I'm not putting him first, then that goes back to what you were saying as far as the kids. Yeah. I think that we are a team and that sounds cheesy and everybody uses that, that phrase, but I think that like somebody, some sister in the church told me one time, like, it's very important that you take a trip with just your spouse once a year, a couple times a year. She said, me and my spouse have done this for years. She's like, I didn't marry my kids. I married Mm -hmm. my husband. Mm -hmm. And that sounds kind of harsh and kind of weird. And at first I was like, oh, but you know, I've told Mitchell that a lot. Like, I think that we, there's so many times that we get in such almost called a rut of like, I have my place. He has his place. We just kind of coexist. But then I think that is bad for the kids. You know, I think that it kind of divides us and splits us and then kind of puts us on different paths and then it, like unity and all that kind of get mixed in between. So, right. Cause you still want to honor your husband. Yeah. Even though you're also a mother, you want to be able to honor your role as a wife. Yeah. yeah. And I think that if you guys are what really has to hold the kids together, like both of you together. So if you weren't, if we're not, like, you know, if I'm not putting him first yeah. above my kids. Yeah, there'll be disorder. Exactly. You'll, you'll see it. You'll and see vice versa. Like, yeah, yeah. So you had in your notes, like, how are you supposed to oh. raise, yeah. raise Chloe? And yeah. this is going on to your point here. Like, how are you supposed to raise Chloe, which mm-hmm. is your daughter? Mm-hmm. And she's almost eight. Almost eight. Yeah. And in this day and age where this is not around, and I think... um I have it. I, I think raising them to embrace their femininity first, but we're, we'll we'll step back to that in a second. Maybe we'll see if we get back there. <laughs> it's going really long, guys. We might have to do a part two. <laughs> so part of your raising is that first and foremost, it's not just about passing on specific lessons to them, as in you tell them. Yeah. But I think the first and foremost way to teach your kids is by example. Yeah, exactly. What your kids learn is for it most, and what will stay with them is how you and Mitchell treat each other. Your prioritizing your relationship with your husband will provide them with the ever-present lesson every day, day in and day out. So it's not just saying them once a week, once a month that you pass on an individual lesson, but they do watch and they do grow up with those lessons. I still remember growing up watching our parents and I, take, I have taken lessons from how they lived. And so how you treat with them and how you treat your spouse and how you treat other people what your example is, is their lesson. That is what they will grow up with the expectation and understanding of how they should behave in the world. And so children can learn that in a few different ways. And one of them is that they learn a good example and that's how they behave. They, so they say you could behave, they get see a good example and then they'll behave that way for the rest of their life. That is how they think they should act. Another way is that they see a bad example and they take that behavior. And that one's also dangerous. So another way is that they see a bad example and they grow up knowing that that's not what they want to do. They see the negative repercussions that come from that. So when they watch you both, if they see negative behaviors and it causes harm to you or it causes harm to Mitchell, then they'll take that behavior and know that they don't want to do that. However, even that can have negative repercussions because they can go so far the opposite way that it's unbalanced, right? So if you grow up and you so much don't want to um, show emotion, they can see emotion and saying like, oh, seeing emotion causes negative things, so I don't want to do that. Well, if they don't show emotion to their spouse, that can cause harm because their spouse will never actually truly get to know them. So you can damage a relationship too far the other way as far as showing too much emotion and causing emotional ma- manipulation. And I'm not saying you do that. I'm saying <laughs> as an example. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So 
when you do that, one, there's a lot of ways that then it is important. If you have, if you set a bad example, one, you always want to set a good example. So to your point, you want to show them how to have relationships with their spouse. You want to prioritize your relationship with your husband for the sake of your children. Of course, for the sake of your marriage and for all that too. But there's also other motives that make it so important. Now, when you set a bad example, it's also important that they don't then interpret that bad example in the two bad ways. You're good. <coughs> that they Plus. don't interpret it and that thing that that's the standard that they should follow. So letting them know that, no, that's not what we should do. Mm-hmm. But also for the sake that then, you say, if you set a bad example, you say, hey, this was wrong, not entirely. It's okay to show this or to do this, right? You want to make sure that they're able to interpret the information correctly. Because again, if, you, if they look at it and say, that's bad, I don't want to do that. Talking with my with my husband or wife will be bad because all it'll do is lead to fighting. That's on the other end yeah. is not bad. However, if you over communicate and just try and do too too much, then you understand that that's a bad behavior. So you want to make sure your kids are balanced the whole time. Yeah. But you always want to live as much as possible, as much as possible. Live that example. Be the person that you want them to grow up and be, because that is what more often than not is what they'll really take away. They may remember specific lessons here and there, things yeah. that you tell them. But they'll remember the way that you are much more later on down the road. Poor kids. <laughs> I don't feel like this would be good in the long run for me, my kids. <laughs> right, but I, I think to Chase's point, right, they're, they're either going to take that to one extreme. They're yeah. going to see that as a standard and the example, yeah. and they're going to live that out. Which is kind of scary. Which is scary, or they go to the other extreme of, I don't want to make those same mistakes. Granted, they're going to make their own. Yeah. I think there's different ways of learning, you know, (laughs) through the examples that parents set. And uh, I mean, it's kind of a gamble and it's a risk. But I mean, you're obviously going to make mistakes as parents, right? Like we look at our own parents and we see their own own mistakes that they made. And sometimes those left scars and traumas and other Mm -hmm. times you learn from them and you don't hold it against them because then you step into the role as parent and you have a little bit more grace you're like, oh, here I am making my yeah. complete own set of mistakes yeah. for my children to try to break, right? Yeah. And I think one of the biggest examples for me growing up was dad being able to come back to us and and apologize yeah. for when he knew that he messed up. He wasn't just as a parent saying, oh, my parents shouldn't, my kids shouldn't know that I did wrong. You know, being like, oh, I should be on this level. But saying, hey, this was wrong. I'm sorry to you all for either um, getting angry when he shouldn't have things like that, going and getting too angry for something unnecessary, that had a huge impact on me. Yeah, And let me know growing up that, one, my parents make mistakes, that what they do is not always the behavior that I should model, and they understand that. But, two, that it was okay to make mistakes, that I'm going to make mistakes, Mm -hmm. and I shouldn't just hold on to that. I should recognize my own mistakes and be able to go to other people and apologize, whether it's my kids or not. And I've had to apologize to my kids. Oh my goodness, me too, all the time. Yeah, But I think that goes back to, it is an example that dad did and then carried over like I knew. It was very important. It's very important to tell my kids when I'm in the wrong. Yeah. Must be nice. Oh, a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Totally kidding. Or not. Or not. (laughs) No, I'm not. And, And I think, you know, that's, I think, a good, indication of mm-hmm. like I didn't have that right I, yeah. I, I had a pretty toxic relationship with my father and it was the opposite it was like I wanted to 
grow up and be everything like opposite of what he was, right? Everything he wasn't. And so I grew up and I had these ideals like I will not be the way he was with me, right, if I ever have kids. But then he got to the other extreme, and this is where it became toxic, where I was like, I don't even want kids, right? For the mm-hmm. longest time I had, granted, I wasn't in a relationship <laughs> or anything, but I, the desire to have children was just not there at all. And it was like, I don't want to be that. a dad. And it wasn't because I thought I would be a bad one. I just was like, what's the point? Yeah. I just, I, I don't want to have children. Like it's, I, and I think that's where the extreme can go to, right? Is that idea ends up warping into something like, well, I don't want to ever be close to what my dad was, so I'll just <laughs> make that impossible by never having children, right? And and obviously that was the wrong idea. I think it, it could have been fine had I just thought, you know what, I'm going to raise my children differently. I'm going to have more grace. I'm going to be more tender. I'm going to be a little bit more corrective in, in a healthy way. As But it just kept going, right? It was essentially resentment, and it was growing to something because it was left unchecked into that other extreme of, well, I might have learned to not be that way, but then I'm going to grow up to be completely toxic in my own different ways. Hmm. Yeah. And now a message from our sponsors. (laughs) (laughs) Better help. (laughs) Yeah. We got into some deep lots. We could go on and on. Yeah, how are you feeling? <clears throat> you yeah, you dove straight in on your first podcast. You've done amazing, mm-hmm. sorry, guys. by the way. Sorry um, for what? But Chase and I have set a really great example for you, so you probably just followed yeah. in the footsteps. You yeah, know, I haven't listened to one single podcast, but of yours, but you, you weren't XX Mike. <laughs> you just <laughs> wanted to come on. I just so wanted you, to use this. This will be the first one she listens to, and the only one. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. no, like, I am so a famous. fan. No, right. I think I think it's hard. Where do you stop? Where do you keep going? Because you, I mean, there's. Obviously, so much that could go into. Yeah. And I think we did. This is kind of weird. Like, <laughs> what is this one supposed to be telling? It wasn't necessarily, especially this portion wasn't. It, it was really all go. over the place. There was a lot about yeah. femininity and a lot about femininity. I think it all goes back to the same kind of concept. I think it does. But we really didn't talk about, like, masculinity in today's day and age. We did a little bit, but we really bounced around in yeah. some different areas. A lot of. So what do we, what, I don't know. We'll have to figure out what to call this one. How long have we been already? An hour and twenty five minutes. Oh, that's just shorter than your. I other think ones. let's let's make this a two parter. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just going to call go it. I think I think we should make this a two parter because there is a lot we didn't touch on. I mean, Chase, like I know there's so much that we didn't like touch on. And you I looked at my love. notes. I did. Like, <laughs> yeah, I would I was love like, to. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. Um, it's like my self help book now for when I'm, <laughs> I'm like inviting myself back. I'm like, no, I think <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yes, two parter. Oh, see, we were gonna do no, uh, we're gonna keep like, recording. No. Did you hear that masculinity? <laughs> masculinity, <laughs> masculinity. <laughs> okay, <laughs> no, I, I, I prefer that we, I prefer, part. yeah, this is gonna be a two part, a three part. Watch it just become like, <laughs> we're a like, full okay, so this becomes the podcast. Yeah. We're gonna have to change the name, we're like. T- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just speak on masculinity and femininity. Yeah, so the, the podcast is now um, Stephen with PH, Chase with CH, and Caitlin with a C or a K. Oh, C or a K. No, I think it's K. Ooh, you my are mom's on gonna the fight cut you. list Come on my mom. Sorry. You thought you had a good relationship with her? Not my anymore. You're dead to her. Sister Cammy with a C, I'm sorry. My dad will love you now. Maybe you'll sing more in church. It's K. Yes. Your legal name Legally is K. Legally it's K, yes. Like, Long story, guys. Short story. Unless God changes your name. I guess we'll have to find what name is written on the Lamb's Book of Life, Mom. C or K. 
Wow. You better <laughs> hope it's there. I hope. She's like, it's neither. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Lord, please. <laughs> it's a whole different name. Maybe I'm it's like a C-H. maybe I'm like a Jane Jaylen. or a Sarah or like a Bethany. No. Okay. Catherine. I'm like, Caitlin with a K. To all you Catherines out there, I'm sorry. Catherine, Catherine is with a, a great C name. Or Catherine with a K. Love it. <laughs> no, I, I definitely think we we can dig more in, into some of the other things that we didn't get yeah. to dig into, and um, maybe touch a little bit more on. Okay. Some of that masculine, you know, topic that we kind of didn't really. <laughs> but yeah. that's okay. Yeah, I, I think that's okay. And honestly, this is why we wanted to bring you in, right? Was to be able to get <laughs> this different perspective and your thoughts on things. And I think naturally that's okay that it happened because you're obviously the female <laughs> in this obviously. topic. And uh, obviously, yeah. And that's what you identify as, right? Uh, depends <laughs> on the day. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess that would be good. So yeah, I, I, I think we had pretty good conversation. Honestly, it was super insightful. I think it's good for So after this podcast you didn't you know, you stuff with your dad, you don't want to be a dad. After this podcast you like after this don't want to be a husband. I don't want to be a married <laughs> man. Don't I, don't wanna, I didn't want to have kids and that was it no, first. Now I, I just don't want to have any relationships. I honestly like I, I was in that place too. Like and it uh, <laughs> I was single for quite a few years because I didn't really have a choice. But Part of it felt was a choice, you know, like I, part of it was I was selfish and I kind of just had my own desires and I wanted to live out my life without being committed to yeah. a relationship. That could actually be a whole other section. Yeah. And I think that's like Masculine. stuff we can. Yeah. Part two. We got a lot more two. to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone, whoever's <laughs> listening, family, friends, and XX Mike. XX underscore. Shout out to you. We love you. We really should have looked. We probably lost you. We probably (laughs) lost you. (laughs) It was an accident. He's like, why do I keep getting notifications for these guys? You lost me. You lost them when I said women are weak. (laughs) And they were like, yeah, I'm out. Is X Mike H Hex. Shout out to you. X Mike H X H Hex. H Hex. Yeah. Wait, is it Hex or is it H X? It's like X Mike. Hex. X-Mite-Hex. X. It's like X-M-I-K-H-H-H-H. You're getting a lot of airtime wow, on this show, Mike. I was just about to say thing. We love you. We've just de- de- we've de- derailed, de- haven't de- we? De- like, our number one fan right here. <laughs> He's just gone. He's like, how did I get this on my... He how did listening I accidentally press follow on in. this guy? It's a girl and they really did. They're just like, nope, I know, I'm if it is now. a woman, I'm really sorry. She's gone. That's okay. Unless she's a true non-weak woman. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Kayla's We're going to be labeled as like a cult. Kaylin's just going to get beat. I know. Women haters. Gonna I'm going to start jump. my own podcast, guys. Gonna jump oh, yeah, you. that's right. Kaylin's going to start her own podcast and be way more successful than us. Don't forget us when you're number one. You know what? We're you better have us on as Oh, um, man. Co- Me and my friend. Host. Yeah. Okay. I will. <laughs> guest host. Really, thank you for yeah, coming on. This was awesome. Yeah, I had a great time. Totally forced my way, but a lot of fun. thank you. It just added a, a whole new dynamic, honestly. Yeah. And it was really nice. It was. Thanks, guys. This was fun. This right. is actually your audition to replace Chase. Yes. Same. I mean, we're, we're still trying. I don't know. Your I'm not podcast, kicked, off, I'm not kicked pod- off midway, so that's good. <laughs> that's good. All your podcasts from me and Steven would be like. <laughs> <laughs> We'd be singing, thinking we can Seriously. sing. <laughs> be like, Ooh. Our harmonies yeah, are just Steve, way off. Steven and, and I like to envision ourselves as, as singers. Yeah. Singers. We went to New York but we're super and thought we were going to busk. And then we were so cowardly, we couldn't even. Yeah, we really envision ourselves as these really, like, 
what is the word? Confident, powerful Confident, singers. Confident, powerful singers. We should and do a side both. quest. We not. should do a side we quest. We should do a side quest right now after this. Okay, okay. So stay tuned for a side quest after part part two. Thanks. Well, the we side, the side quest will actually come out before this comes out. True. Because side quests generally are just oh. out the door. Okay. Listen to the side quest, y'all. Thanks, everybody. They're not going to, it's not out. Thanks for I'm saying, but, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, but they are not, they might not be listening in order, right? Oh, that's our true. Viewers, All right. If you're listening to this, our viewer might find this first. So if yeah. you found this first, go listen to the, our side quest. It's going to be a good one. I don't know what yeah. it's about, but if I'm on it, it's Or check great. out our podcast altogether. We just, we talk about everything. Yeah. When you guys become huge because there's actually a bunch of strong women. You're talking about physically this? huge because I'm going to if I keep eating. I'm drinking. Oh, Jesus. We're not even going so there. Okay, stop right now. <laughs> All right. So I guess this is it. Thanks, everyone. And uh, we'll see you next time. Mm. Steven. Don't forget to wash behind your ears.